I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. Hi, I'm food taster Danny Beard. And I'm clock destroyer Billy Andrew. And this week on the Gossip Gays podcast... Danny's opening up... Things are getting spicy for Billy. And we talk about that drag race runway. Oh, Hello, hello, hello. How are you? I'm great. How are you? We're back at home. We're back in the same room space. I can, I can smell you. I just did a, uh, a tramp wash in the bath. Right. Is that just armpits behind the Well, scrotum? I just got a bit of, bit of soap <laughs> in the sink and did my pits. I just put a bit of wet in my hair. I've been the gym, Zella. Right. How, how, was your session? How, how was your session at the gym? Did you enjoy it? I always enjoy the gym. I'm not just saying it because my personal trainer sat on the other side of the camera. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do always enjoy it, to be fair. You always feel like... Is it energised or something? I don't know what the it's... fitness freaks feel when they go to the gym, but I feel it. Right, too. so do you know do you, do you know the feeling after you've had uh, a chocolate bar and you feel like good and fab? Endorphins, the card. You get that from exercise as well, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Endorphins. Endorphins, darling. I think you're talking about dolphins, darling. <laughs> um, what have you been up to this week, TJ Billy Handra? Well, I went for a very, very um, important procedure. So I went for a sexual health screening this week. Oh my God, you're so overdue. You've been using Morgan as your litmus paper for (laughs) for years. I have. Yeah, but you know, it's 10 minutes down the road from me. It's a new one. I need to go. Can I go or not? It's it's technically in Bolton. Bolton. (laughs) Right. I'm going to love Bolton. But um, yeah, so it's in Bolton and I went and... Do you know what I'm I, I'm a bit annoyed about? Do you know, like, back in the day when you used to go for your sexual health screenings and they used to do the rectum swab for you? You used to push your knees up to your chest. No, I've never done that. I've always gone into the toilet and done it for myself. No, I, I feel like it's changed. They used to do it for me. I don't know why they used to do it for me. But they did. When Maybe I, you ticked a wrong box on the way in and they were doing, like, an assisted, <laughs> assisted swab. <laughs> No, but I think it's quite degrading going into that toilet by yourself, mending over and putting that... Sw- and it hurts. Do you not find it hurts? It doesn't touch the sides, darling. Oh, it does. It's a quick in and out. No, Bit of bum not. snot. <laughs> in. Bum snot? You know what bum snot? It's the mucus. The mu- Have you not got a wet pussy? Because <laughs> <laughs> I have. <laughs> bum snot? Do you not know this is the bum snot? Come on, you know bum snot. Is that a real thing now? Bum snot's a thing. <laughs> okay. Bum snot is a thing. Come now. Is... 
don't make sure. out like I've got a wet ass pussy for no reason. Have <laughs> I got an STI? I don't know about This is it. what I'm on about. Maybe you need to definitely go if you've I'm got bum snot. No, it's the mucus. Right. Don't don't body shame me, darling. I've got a perfectly healthy puss. I'm not body shaming. But let's not go there. I know. But yeah, I went and that, that swabber and I don't like doing it. I, How far did you put it up? Not that far. She said, make sure you go round the wall. And like go, I was like, whoa. Calm down, Trump. I know. <laughs> <laughs> go round the wall. She was like, go around the wall. And I think that that is quite painful. Yeah, but yeah, I've gone for my checkup and yeah, I get results in 10 days. So what, this is a real nerve-wracking 10 days for you? Are you, ex- are you expecting no. a, a metronized old course? No, but because, right, I was there and it was my first time at this new one. She was like, so what STIs have you had? Oh, no. How long have you got? This is what I was like. I was like, it's short to sell the ones that I don't have. Yeah. She was like, how many years ago was that? How many years ago was that one? How many years ago was that one? Wow. Fab, so what have you been up to this what week? What have I been up to this week? Where have I been? I've been away. I've been to Aberdeen. Right. No, I've not. I've been to Dundee. <laughs> I've been to Dundee. Yes. And I've been to Glasgow and I've been to Birmingham. Oh, yes. Yeah, so how was Birmingham? Birmingham's fab. I love the gays in Birmingham. They just love a good party. They do. And it was a midnight gig. It's always a midnight show in Birmingham. Oh, and your Morgan one. assisted me. He did, actually. Yeah, He's he great. drove you. He drove me. Yeah, drove you back. Drove me back. Fab. How was that experience? He's great. Honestly, he's one of the, he's, he's great as like a, as a drag assistant. Right. Oh, he's just dead helpful. Fab. Yeah, no, it was great. Um, but gigs are great. Like, people are showing up, turning out. And it, part of me is like, oh, fab. Like, it, being on Drag Race has kind of taken away a little bit for now, you know, of the, the oh, God, I hope it's not fucking a dead show. I hope people come. Because you get that in this line of work. You know what I mean, you don't know if you're turning up to three people in a dark or 30,000 people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> quite not 30,000 in Veer on Canal Street. But you no. get me drift. Yeah, 100%. So what, they've been busy and people have been coming. And the reception in Glasgow, I have to say, hands down, one of the best reception. I felt like a pop star. Wow. I came on, sang my song. Yeah. And they screamed and screamed and cheered and screamed for, well, probably 30 seconds. But when you're on stage. That's a long time. You know, when you pick the mic up to speak, they're still going and you're like. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah. Stop it. Stop it. Did you have to do the shh, shh, shh? I had to go, carry on. All right. <laughs> but I did it. They were really nice, and I have to say, uh, queer clubbing in Scotland is fab. next level. Apparently, it's fab. What I see, Scotland's never been a place on my agenda that I've wanted to go to. But now, hearing about it and educating myself on Scotland, we went to we went to go. a couple of bars. Now I'm sorry, I can't remember the names, but I met up with Lawrence Cheney, Mary Mack was out. Oh, it was fab. like everyone who's Scottish and on the scene was oh, there. Right, okay. It was exactly what you wanted from a night out in Scotland. I didn't even have to text none of them. I just walked into the club. Lawrence Cheney's hanging off the balcony. Right. Like a jungle VIP. Right. And then Mary Mack came in the bar. The queens there. I love Rue Jassel, the, girl, the girls from... Rue Jassel? She's queen from Scotland. Yeah. Oh, right. Do you not know her? Big up you. I don't know her. No, I don't know her. Big up you. Big up you. <laughs> that was like the whitest. Big up you, yeah. And the mandems. That was like cultural appropriate. It was border on cultural appropriation. Sorry. Um, but yeah, I love it. Honestly, I've had a real good run of gigs. And obviously, there's lots of stuff going on behind the scenes now. So it's, it really feels like I very rarely have a day off. I'm just still... Can I say this? 
Go on. Can I say this? You can say whatever you want. I'm still fucking paying Drag Race off. Right, okay. I've seen Blue Eye Ranger do this, this video this week. How much I've spent being on RuPaul's Drag Race Station yeah. 1, so I did. <laughs> and I went on and I was like, she was like, this was free. That was free. This total budget, £2,500. Yes, I saw that. And I was like... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. My dog's eating fucking leftovers all fucking year. Right. Because you're so funny, babe. I'm still in debt, yeah. Right. Oh, bloody hell. Do you but know it what, though? What it, is. it is what it is. It's how it is. And we had a good run. And last week, like, it felt like it was, like, the moment. It was. I got, like, 10,000 followers in a day. This is great. Off an episode. I, That's I not know. happened off an episode yet. We'll talk about Drag Race in a bit. Defo, we're going to talk about it because I've got loads to say. I've got loads to chat about it. But it's gone insane this week for you, really. Crazy. Everyone's been so nice. But I have to say now, before we move into the Drag Race chat in a bit. Yeah. I'm getting pissed off at some of these so-called fans. Why? Because you're not... If you're sending people hate, you're not fans. Copper Tops had to come off Twitter this week. Oh, shit. And really? it's not fucking acceptable. People have been sending hate. Oh, God. I, 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 sorry, I thought you were getting emotional there. No, no. I it was a bit been. <laughs> People have been sending in hate. Yeah. People have been ginger slurs she's had. She's just wow. like that. Why no. are people doing it? People saying she's shit and she's... You've got nothing nice. Why are you putting your energy into no. bringing someone down who's put themselves in a vulnerable position on TV? Yeah. Spent God knows how amount of money to try and put further their career. That's mm. why we go on this show is to try and further our career and show the world what we can do. Yeah. And yet there's people trying to bring them down. Like people have had a pop at me, but I'm lucky that I would say most of my, well, most of mine is love. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen a lot, a lot, a lot. I'm lucky, so I don't want to sit there like, oh, I'm getting on and up, when some of my sisters are literally having the worst time of their life. Yeah. Like, all these same accounts sending hates are going to be the same accounts being like, oh, Mental Health Awareness Day, oh, sharing pictures of Caroline Flack and, and people from the media that have been hounded, do you yeah. know what I mean? And Diana and all these famous people and Love Island contestants that struggle with the mental health and then we, we love, love to talk about that and as a society, but then we're not there for people when it's happening to them. Exactly. I'm not having it. No. I'm blocking the same motherfuckers that if you don't care if you're a fan of mine. Yeah. If you're sending hate to her, you're, you're on block the block. Him. Yeah, definitely. Fuck you. And, and and I think that's how it has to be moving forward. I, and I, there's a couple of people already that the whole cast, the girls we share in the group, the whole cast goes block, 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 block. Fab. I don't care. That's how it should be. You and know, we're sticking with each other. We are block like, out the hate. Block out the hate. But she's got, it's gone too far now, and she can't block out the hate. She's had to come off socials. What's that about? I think I think having time away is going to do her good as well. If she is getting all this hate, which I have seen, she is so. And what? Well, I've not seen too much of it, and I right. just think it's horrible. But I also personally, I don't. I only look at what comes at my way. I don't go on Reddit. Of course. I don't really search my name, Danny Beard. Now and again, I will be on. Yeah. <laughs> only in twitter because i think some of the hate on twitter is funny but i feel like i can deal with it right got saw you. someone this week being like danny beard's clearly relying on big budget costumes I and then see, people yeah. were fighting back like well people... actually no danny was i thought danny was the best this weekend last week and blah blah, blah. and of like course. i just thought you know what if you're at the point where people are doing the fighting for you there's no point you're getting involved step back smile yeah. and wave while you have your eyes closed. <laughs> exactly that exactly that just me relying on my expensive costume. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Fuck off. Exactly. People's opinion. People's opinion. People are far too opinionated over Drag Race, but I do feel part of it is the format of the show. Mm. We're judged. And we're so pinned up think, against each other. So, so they, they think they can judge you. And, yeah. I, and, and I suppose in a way, 
people are like armchair judges and like are kind of are the fifth judge and people are entitled to their opinion, I guess. 100%. But it doesn't mean you can then go and slag people off on Twitter. Or give them a death threat. Exactly. Like it's a bit, come on, it is a TV show, entertainment. It's entertainment. entertainment. You don't need to tell someone they need to die because you no. didn't like their outfit. Exactly. <laughs> Leave that up to us, the drag queens, to do to you when you come to our show. Exactly. Exactly I mean, that. I don't even think I'd even take it that far. You won't tell somebody to die at your show. Well, I have. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the favourite section of the show. Well, it is my new favourite of the section. The new favourite of the sections? Let me get my words out. The coffee's working faster than my brain. It's my new favourite section of the show because we've nicknamed it today... <laughs> co- my, my massive cock. No, cock chat. Cock chat, sorry, yes. Cock chat. Cock chat. C-O-C-K chat. C-O-C-K chat. We love a bit of cock. We love cock soup. Yeah, I've seen it in the packets. I've seen it in the packets. We love <laughs> cock, cock a van. Do you know what I don't Cock-a-van. like? Cockavan. Do you like Cockavan? I love Cockavan. What is it? I don't know. It's, I feel like it's I mash. I love food. No, it's, it's like that... mash in a shell. Is it's it a what... stew? Thank oh. you, producer Sam said it's a stew. Oh, I, I love, love Cockavan. I love it's it. a stew. <laughs> I love... What else has got cock in? Uh, cocktails. Cocktails. I love cocktails. Cocktails, of course. And obviously I love Cockamass. <laughs> the only thing I don't like is cock straws on hen Cock's plastic cocks. Plastic. Unless it's a dildo. Which we'll get on to. Which we'll get on to. <laughs> but I don't like penis straws on women with L plates. Basically. But let's not go down there. Let's not go down that <laughs> no. heterifying chat. This is an LGBT plus podcast. Did yes. I say it right then? No, you forgot the cue. <laughs> this is a BT, this is a BFG, <laughs> BLT. <laughs> podcast. Bacon, lettuce and tomato. Podcast. Right. Last night I came round to yours and we saw, well, it caught my eye as I was looking through the TV guide. It's called My Massive Cock and it's on Channel 4 and we watched it where you fell asleep during the end. I always fall asleep. Was you dickmatised? Dickmatised. Coming round you with your tired eyes. Bitting these buttons. Shut up, Dan. But yeah, we watched that and it was about. Men who had overly large penises, and one of them even did mould of it. And his forearm, he could get his hand around it, but his penis, it was like he needed two hands. It were a trunk. It was like a trunk. You could take down a barn door with that. You could knock, you could fucking, the fire brigade could use his cock to smash into houses. 100%. It was massive, weren't it? He did a mould, put it on the, and it was thick. What I found really interesting was these mostly straight white cis men being like, Oh, and it's just so bad, like having the biggest cock ever, and everybody stares <laughs> at me. But they walk around in grey tracksuits with, no with a semi on. No underwear. They did make them get semis on for them shots. I'm sorry. They I'm were like, sorry. they had a fluffer. They must have done like. And then the, someone was on there that I love. This porn star called Andy Lee, the Irish one, Andy Lee. Right. Yes. Now he started doing bisexual stuff, and it just gets. Oh really? <laughs> I've seen him and his mates on Twitter sit round and do like a mutual masturbation session. All the straight lads. And the gay for pay. And you know what? The, I'm, I'm here for it. The I'm put, gay and I've got money and I pay. <laughs> the, they even put a sheet down ready for when they're about to ejaculate. And I think that that is good. Prepare. 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 It's prepared. That is preparation. Yeah. What do the scouts say? Prepare to fail. For fail to prepare. <laughs> um. But yeah. So back to this big cock chat. Mm-hmm. What did what did it make you think? Because I didn't feel sorry for these people. I'm sorry. 
I just didn't. I didn't feel sorry for them either. It's just because it was a bit woe is me. Like there's 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 more things going on. There's, there's people starving and people who can't fucking put the electric on. And we're watching people with massive clocks being like, oh, life's so hard. Life's so hard. No, it's not. No, but I also, think a lot of these are straight men and the, the girls don't the, like the, that. If that was the day, I've been in closed zone. I've seen the massive dildo clocks. I, I don't think gay men are scared of big cocks. Gay men are. Some <laughs> gay not. men aren't scared of big cocks. Some gay men are. A lot of them that I know, personally, friends-wise, um, are not scared of big cocks. <laughs> you last night, I thought, you were like, gagging? You were sat on the sofa. I was hungry. You were sat with your legs wide open. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I was like, it was like live-action Hungry Hippos. Oh, no. <laughs> My home was like, rub, rub. <laughs> Fuck what? that plant last week on Drag Race. My ass was like that. I had a string on it. Yeah. Um, I was like that. This looks like a challenge, darling. Yeah, exactly. You say it's a problem. I say it's a challenge. Exactly. That was you. And you know what? That was hilarious, by the way. Wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, but this also got me thinking of, have you seen 10 Inch Top on Twitter? They've nearly know him. They've nearly got a million followers, and it's this person who doesn't ever show the face. I've seen it. And... I've seen the face. You've seen the face? I know who they are. Right, okay. Well, don't, don't... Who, who are ya? Who are ya? Who's that behind the cock? Who's that behind the cock? Exactly. Take it off. Take <laughs> it off. <laughs> well, they, they put something out on Twitter this week and being like, you, you've been asking for it, you've been dying for it. Head over to my Instagram. I'm going to release something and everyone like it's gonna be the face it's gonna be the face the face is fa-. anyway they were teasing this little trailer and it was like dies with us i thought this isn't gonna be the face what is it this is too high budget just to show a face anyway they've released a 10 inch top dildo that you can buy um have you seen how much it is fucking 150 quid wow a lot of money that a lot i reckon you can hire him for that for the night Oh, no, it's nearly a million followers. How much do you reckon it would be for escort of an escorting of that? For, just asking for everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. I'm just asking. I don't know. I mean, £150 is probably about an hour. That's an in-call. That's not an overnight stay. I've seen people have <laughs> overnight stays for £500, £600. But yeah, so um, and they had they even had a product launch at um, HMV. It was at Arch and Clapham, this like bar in Clapham. I know it, yeah. And and they had little cupcakes that said ten inch top on. They had the dildo out. They had all the porn stars coming around taking pictures, being like, "Buy this dildo, buy it, buy it." Anyway, I seen this builder guy, and he like put the dildo against his arm like that. I was like, "Look how big it is to my arm!" Right? Wow. (laughs) Basically, a fisting tie. Like wow, but would you pay 150 pounds for 10 inch tops, or would you just buy the general horse stick in clone zone for 90? I think probably that to be honest, but I think it's kind of like I think it's he's actually not said it's a mold of his penis though, has he not? No, and I think kind of that's what people wanted, they wanted the mold of it. So, is it not his knob? I, I've not seen well, from my research, welcome to Gossip Gaze Investigates. <laughs> I've not seen from my research that he said it's like a replica, it's not one of those. It would say if it was a replica. 100%. And I think it should be a replica for under the pounds Or maybe that's the next product to come. Do you know what I mean? Maybe he's releasing a line. A li- is, is, is the tiny genre of 10-inch cocks. You love a line. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone loves a line in here, it's you. <laughs> I think you could get on board with his line. 
Anyway, what else have we got to talk about? We just wanted to let everyone know 10 inch tops got a dildo out. Yeah. And it, there and you it, go. Free advert for you. And if you want to review it, if you want us to review it, we will. <laughs> I'm not I'll sharing. I'll You'll have to see I've sent 300 quid worth of the shit because we're not sharing. I'm not double dipping. Not double. <laughs> what was that? Is that Sam, you laughing, Sam? Producer Sam thought she was deflating in the corner. It's like... <laughs> anyway, thank you, Ten Inch Top, for releasing into the world your replica. Not a replica. The gossip case. So this is the moment of the show where we get you guys involved and we solve your problems, dilemmas, queries. Oh no, my vape! Tantrums, conundrums. What else do we solve? I love how you you. Ah, ah. I just for those that can't see, which is everyone, I just dropped my vape on the floor as we were chatting. We solve anything really, apart from any maths puzzles. We don't solve them. No, no, we no. Both failed maths. I did. I got a C. Oh, C what? Minor. <laughs> Put it in C minor, darling. Put it in C minor. Uh, I just fucked off maths. My, my my my. I have to shout out. I can't remember a name, mm. but my teachers helped me with my maths coursework. Well, you mean did it for you? Yeah. Did, oh, was you in lower sets? So you had to do classwork. Did you do a test? Let's carry on with the letter. <laughs> okay, so this came in on on the emails. It was letters at gossipdayspod.com if you want to get in touch. Or hit us up on the socials at gossipdayspod on all social media, even TikTok. Uh, but I'm not going to respond to messages on there. Just like and share. Thank you. Yeah, just <laughs> listen, we're only on TikTok to try and be relevant. And we both know that we're not relevant. So don't worry exactly. about TikTok. Exactly. So this, this, this in the subject title says, is my dad being transphobic or ignorant? Probably both. Here we go. Let's find out. Hey, Gossip Days. I'm wondering if you could help me. I'm a day man and I have a twin sibling who used to identify as a lesbian, but is now living their truth as a trans non-binary. And I couldn't be prouder. My sibling has told most of my family, basically anybody who isn't a pensioner, and the response has been genuinely accepting, um, although a bit of an adjustment for some. My dad isn't a bad person. Um, and has been very accepting of um, his two queer children and our coming outs. However, since my twin has came out as non-binary, not only do they not understand it, but when I'm talking to him on the phone, he always says she, even after I get diplomatic and correct him. And he just says, it's okay, it happens, but then keeps doing it. He's 53, and although I can sympathise that non-binary is harder concept to grasp uh, for the older generations, how long should the patient last? Patient. I was going to say... Uh, as long as the patient wants. <laughs> Sorry. Come on. How long should my patients last? How long's a piece of string? What's this person called, my love? They left a name. Connor. Connor. I have Connor love. Nice, nice chat to you today. Welcome into the I Got to Gate Hotline. Um, <laughs> I think, first of all, thanks for writing in, Connor. Second of all, keep doing what you're doing. There's never an easy route. I'll try and be as patient as possible, but yeah. also as firm as possible so that your sibling doesn't have to hear this. Of course. As much work I think you can do in the background is going to help your sibling in the long run. Mm-hmm. And I think as long as you know your your sibling knows that you're supportive and you're showing all your love and using the correct pronouns that are preferred and are the correct ones for them, then, you know... You can't really control. You can't give it too much power to your father. Exactly. My guess is would be that your father will come around. Yes. And start to 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 make an effort to understand because I think 
it's not like it's it's not like it's the first time they've had to deal with the coming out. Exactly. And yeah. I often find that through my friends, my non-binary friends, me included, trans friends, you know, often it's the second or third time that they've come out to the family when somebody's either trans or trans non-binary. Yeah. Or just non-binary. And it gets easier for the family. My level is really? Yeah, I think that's better. Yeah, there you go. You know, and I think um, it gets easier for the family. I also think don't give it too much power. Like, this is this rings true to me because my auntie's trans and I always still have to correct my dad and she's been trans for some time now. Yeah. And my dad still says, he, he, he. And I think there's, there's a... On one hand, I know that they knew my auntie Ray when... Pre-transition. Pre-transition and pre coming out and they're still called Ray and I think knowing Ray for 45 years as he and only the last eight saying she I get is going to take and I guess it's the same with your dad and your sibling like they have known your sibling as one pronoun for all their lives since since they were born up until since before they were born probably when they find out the gender of the baby and yeah. they all start throwing pink confetti around because they're I, fucking made up because those fucking <laughs> hetties are obsessed with genitalia they are obsessed by the way just they're just obsessed side like, note. Just, but, but anyway um so i think it's <laughs> we just done a whole section on cock but we're not <laughs> <laughs> but we're obsessed with that for ourselves yeah we're not obsessed anyway yeah you get me what i'm saying yeah though, don't you <laughs> Hetties are so obsessed with fucking genitalia. <laughs> they cut to us. We love cock. We love cock soup. We love cocktails. We love the taste of cock. Anyway, so your dad has been saying one pronoun yeah. for all these years, and then one day, as 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 your sibling came out, yeah. they decided, well, this is now my pronoun. Now this is gonna be, I think, hard to grasp. Do you not think? I think it is hard for the family, uh, certainly. But I also think the person that needs to be put forward the most is your sibling. Yeah, definitely. And I think they need to know that they are loved no matter what. And I think they do know that. And I think they probably will get that from you who's written in Connor. Um, and I think, yeah, back to the main question is, is your dad being arrogant or... What was that? Or transphobic, probably both. I don't. Are they being transphobic and doing it on purpose? Where it's been like, no, I'm not saying that pronoun. I'm saying she because da 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 da. Like well, I don't. I don't I, know if, he's, if the father's been like that. I, I I get from the tone of the letter, you you just wouldn't need to write in because because then they would just be transphobic. I think being honest, you're just gonna have to keep correcting your father. Yeah. I don't know if they're being uh, transphobic or arrogant or agri- ignorant, ignorant or yeah. whatever fucking words. I think you need to just keep trying, keep trying to educate for mm-hmm. the sake of your sibling and and fighting that fight for them to make it easier for them. For them. Yeah, 100%. And I think it's that simple. I think don't get too hooked up at the moment on, oh, is my dad being transphobic? Is my dad being transphobic? Because at the, this moment in time, it's a transition for everybody. And I think you, you need to help your dad just like you would help your sibling a little bit. Yeah. And then, you know, in a couple of months, maybe, or in a year, you know, if you're like, look, you you know the correct, you're choosing not to, or you exactly. can feel it's purposeful, then that's when it's it's bordering into transphobia, I would say. I but would that's say That's not too. for me 
to say yeah. just to bear that in mind i'm not a trans person so this is really a question for a trans person but as to queer people and as someone who is non-binary that would be my take on it brilliant well thank you very much for writing if, if you do have a letter hit us up letters at gossip days pod um yes. that's your email and then if you want to hit us up on the socials at gossip days pod on all social media is that dot com or dot co dot uk or dot com so it's letters at gossip days pod dot com Uh, so it's come to that time of the week where you turn into David Letterman, Oprah Winfrey. Uh, or Louis Theroux, because he's interviewing celebs at the moment. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm you're a the celeb. list <laughs> You're the celeb. I'm, I'm, I'm a Z.1 lister, officially. <laughs> yes. I've been pap now. Oh. Oh. Oh my God, what happened then? Oh my God. There we go, we're back on. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. It was like an interference with aliens. It was horrible, that scary. You, that was... It was like... Z- we getting abducted. We getting abducted. <laughs> I think so it's like that. Show. I hope we've got ten-inch penises. If they, <laughs> they are abducting us, <laughs> ten-inch probes. I want bigger. Fifteen. Fifteen. It's inch. an alien dick. I want it to... <laughs> nice and pointy at the ends. Yeah. Soft insertion. I want it to touch my brain. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Only for them to poke up there and find there's nothing between your ears. <laughs> yeah, just dead air. <laughs> tumbleweed. Talking of tumbleweeds, uh, Drag Race was on last week and there was none to be seen. There was none to be seen. Now, I Can just I want... say that about the show I'm on? Of course you can. I mean, we all watched it. We all saw it. It was the Rusical. You came out in what is being dubbed the most iconic outfit on Drag Race history. By some people. Some people are saying it. I've seen it. Are they? Oh, definitely. Is it not just you. No, I'm not oh, saying okay, it. Okay, I okay. Can I just say how proud I was of that episode? Like Aww. to see you, to see you always wanting to be on that show and working yeah. so hard to get there. And you've always loved musical theatre. And I know you worked really hard on the musical. Yeah, and for sure, I couldn't. I I, I honestly couldn't be more proud. Oh, thank you. And do you know what? And me too. Watching it, I was yeah. really proud watching it. And yeah. I think the kids love what the kids love and the people love what the people love. I, I, I loved it. I thought it was great. Now, you all... They were splitting hairs. I thought everyone was really good on it as well. Can this I is what say? I did as well because I was watching it with Morgan <laughs> and Morgan's mum and like even after like Baby did her bit right at the beginning, I I was like, that was good. And then I thought the two twins, uh, Pepper and uh, Dakota, they were better than what I thought they were going to be. Yeah. Um, and then everybody else just seemed to be knocking it out of the park. Cheddar. Um, who else was the... Somebody else did it... Uh, the bird, what's she called? Jombus. Jombus. I, I feel like we've seen a turning point of Jombus this week. I feel 100%. like she's been faded into the background slightly. And then since she did that bird, it felt like she's finally relaxed into it. And I also felt you felt more relaxed in the show this week. Even yeah. coming into the workroom, chatting to everybody, it felt like more like, not that it's not been you, it just felt like the new I knew you from home. Do you know what I mean? I'm just really relaxed at this point. You know yeah. what I mean? We're doing. I'm doing well as well. Don't forget, this is my third badge in a row. Yeah. So is it in a row? Maybe it's not in a row. I don't know. No, it's not in a row. I think my I think, third badge. Yeah. Anyway, so third like, badge. I'm feeling confident in the room. Like yeah. I know the crew are liking it. The, the cast are liking it. So it, we are we are starting to ease into it more as a cast. And I think the show only gets better personally. And I think and I think we're seeing the cast gel a bit more, be a bit more friendly with each other, ha- and have a bit more banter. Because we even saw like at the reading challenge this week. That was the start of yeah. the episode. And I feel like everybody felt really natural in that. I can't remember who flopped. Can you remember who flopped the reading challenge? No one really flopped. No one really flopped, they? I don't think. No, not that we saw. You know, what we what you get to see on the show is one thing. So we'll go with that. And I think Pe- Pixie 
smashed out of the park. She did. Out and out winner. Definitely, 100% was. Now, we saw that moment where you um, swapped characters with Pixie because she kind of left herself in the shit and was like... Well, I thought it was still a good role. I mean, I did the role in the end. I thought it was a really good role. No, I'm glad you did that role in the end. Oh, you are? 100%. I think I think if anybody else did it, they wouldn't have done it as justice, I think. <laughs> but I might be biased, but honestly... I think you're biased, but yeah. I really enjoyed doing it. It was wasn't too. It wasn't a reach for me either. But then I didn't think the other one was a reach for me, which is why you saw me say on the show, "I'm, I'm going to be not, honest, but... I can do either." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah, it yeah, didn't yeah. mean that big headed. I just knew what I, what I can and can't do, and I thought I know this musical like the back of my hand. Right. Not the fucking Larry Poppins, the OG, the Mary Poppins. The Mary you know, Poppins I know one. what the, I know. The characters they're supposed to be a piss take off. Yeah, of course. And I can see the spin on them. Like I thought, you know. Which one didn't you really movie. want? Like, which one would you like? Oh, that is really not for me. I can't. I'm, I'm not going to not gonna go for that. I would not have gone for, like, the kids. Right, of Imagine course. one of them being big, <laughs> big beefer, like me. Imagine me and Dakota row with the other kids. They're not twins, darling. I know, yeah. We were triplets and I ate the third. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so got, yeah. I didn't want that. And I, I think I didn't. I wasn't really interested in the OG Mary. I didn't think it was a very standout role. I think it was it had one standout song. It did have a standout song, but yeah, it didn't have a standout like it was just a bit one note. And she but just then came I don't in know at the if end. that was just LaFell. Maybe Can I say that I don't mean that shady to LaFell. Yeah, of course. I don't mean that at all because you know, again, it was everyone was really good, so I wasn't being shady then. Yeah, um, I do think though. It was hard to pick a fault, and I don't, and I don't know whether the bottom, the bottom two were correct for me. Were the bottom two correct for you? Do you think? I don't like to talk about what I think the bottom two should okay. have been, but personally, because I just don't feel the need to shade the sisters that Got, yeah. that are they're still in the competition because it's really hard. So I, I think, it, I, I think they were splitting hairs. I think had baby not have decided to put herself first and leave for her mental health, I think it could have been a, shant, a double chante. I think it could have been a double stay, hundred percent, especially after the lip sync as well. Dakota yeah. did. Uh, like gag worthy moment i would say where we thought she left but then she was like surprise the witch was really fast. it was gag upon gag upon gag 100 was and i think baby turned it out as they say she, <laughs> she did didn't laid she? it down she did yeah she's always good in lip sync and i kind of like how she didn't ginny lemon herself where she gave up she gave it up she like she worked her ass off until the, the very end. end and gave a good performance every single time even though she said online she knew she was gonna leave when she was rehearsing the musical she still gave it 110 percent and didn't let the team down yeah i agree which and i think that's proud of her for. i am and i think i think that's the difference between a good work ethic and a and a bad work ethic, you know, mm-hmm. or a lazy person. She's not a lazy person. She's Absolutely a very hardworking person. Yeah. It would have been so much easier for her to just say, I'm tapping out. Oh, yeah. And she didn't want to let the team down. And I think that goes to show what kind of a group of people you've got here on this season. I think everyone really genuinely loves each other. We've seen Cheddar say it, you know. Yeah. Competition's one thing, but sisterhood's another one. And I do feel like we are like that. Don't get me wrong. Just like normal sisters, people annoy each other at times. Yeah. That happens. It's a pressured environment, but at the same time, there's doesn't mean you don't love these people or you don't really connect with these people. And it's like the Big Brother experience. Like I remember watching it years ago and be like, "Are these really friends? Like they've, been, you know, they've known each other five minutes." Yeah. Uh when it's your whole world, it's like you like, there for like a year, hundred percent. Like yeah. by now, me and Dakota, I was like, I was like Dakota's ma. Right. Okay. <laughs> like, Let me see. Wait, you got, you got toothpaste in the corner. Come on, you're about to go on camera. Come on, baby. Come Stop. on, my little baby. Come on, come on, get some pity. You know what right, I mean? Got, I was yeah, like, yeah. So you were dead close with the coater at this moment. I feel like I was close to quite a few people at this moment. Yeah, I think right. Dakota. I think 
certainly Pixie. There's a few people I was quite close with at this moment, yeah. I think overall the episode was a brilliant episode for me. Like, my socials have been crazy this weekend. I've tried to reply to every single person in this last week as possible. And I've done a really fucking good job of it. But my followers went up like 10,000. 10,000 from one episode. I do genuinely think this was a turning point for you in the competition where it was like, people like maybe the last couple of weeks were like, same, similar, this and that. And not, I've, I've, scrolled, I've tried to find the hate this week. Yeah. Like there is so much nice comments and positivity put out there for you. It's like, it's, it's, it's gone ballistic. Yeah. It's not like Marsha Wallace in America. Mm. mentioning me and like people mentioning me that are like in the industry and musicals and yeah i was like wow this is crazy and we need to talk about your outfit yes talk talk about about this iconic piece from costume construction yes so this is from um the people who make the clothes for the palladium panto yes isn't it all the big crazy outfits for like julian clary yeah paul o'grady and i just knew there was one person for this job when i saw the theme was musicals and i also was you know a big tactic i thought you you can never guarantee getting a badge on this show but what i know i'm good at is fucking musicals i love musicals i'm good at singing i can't dance for shit but if i get the right role i can act my way through it yeah and then if i top it off and pop the cherry on the top with the fucking most all singing all dancing banging motherfucking look yeah then I think I could get the badge. So, so, so this was a tactical week for you when you saw it was going to be musicals. You put two and two together. Is this going to be the musicals? Could be. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. <laughs> exactly. <bro. laughs> um, I've seen loads of people online be like, how the fuck did you even pack that costume to go with? That it, it could, it's it's geniusly made. The dress is so simple and is nothing. Yeah. And the headpiece is big, but it fits into the plant pot at the bottom. Got yeah. And then the pieces on the back, they all unhook off like this backpack, and they all fold down like it's it's constructed well and thought out. It's a full well, yeah. It's it's a musical theatre costume costume. It, yeah. What, the quality is what you would see on the West End stage. It's a puppet as well. You and know? you've got a puppet. I saw I saw um, a couple of people be like, imagine Danny had to lip sync in that. But then it's also like, well, then you just use the puppet and play on that. Surely people were like, oh, how could they lip sync in that? But I was never going to lip sync in that. <laughs> Let me just put something down on the line right now. You were never, that was never going to. Right. So, yeah. And you've got to have that. That's not cockiness one bit. Like, that is, people yeah. who've watched the show, you'll see how I am. This is how I am. But I was just like. You can't think like that. You can't think, oh, Other shit. costumes I have, am right. I going to be able to move in this properly if I need to lip sync? That was the one costume where I was like, go big, go home. Got yeah. Oh, and if perfect. I had to lip sync in it, then sis, I've got two mouths. Exactly. It <laughs> was never going to happen. Two mouths. Never going to happen. I said after watching that episode, I was I got quite emotional. I was like, that is probably the best UK episode I think there's ever been. Well, I think it was rated something like nine. Who's doing this fucking rating, by I don't the way? Know who, but I, who cares? Them. That's what it's been, I've been told. Yeah. Uh, nine point something like eight, is it? Nine, well, it's nearly nine a 10 out of 10. Nine. It's nearly a 10 out of 10 episode. Yeah, because, because we have... And I love the fact when everyone shares it, they always share with the winner. So every time they share this episode, <laughs> statistic, it's a picture of me dressed like a fucking plant in the Perfect. corner of the room. Do you know what? It gave so much episode. We had the reading challenge, the rusical. I don't think anybody was a fault. You had the plant and then baby went home and like 
talked to herself about the competition, it was like, bam, bam, yeah. bam, whoa. It was yeah. like a journey. <laughs> what was it like? Whoa, bam, 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 whoa. It yeah. was literally that. Like, it was twist after turn after wow. I after... think it's fast becoming yeah. the best. And, and I'm not not going to hold back here. I think it is fast becoming the best UK series so far. Agreed. Can I say that? You're being on it. It's really big headed, isn't it? But I do think it is. But then I am biased. So, hey ho. Oh, well, I'm biased as well. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're also biased because you love us hopefully you love us <laughs> <laughs> unless you're listening because you hate us and then you're a shady hoe with too much time on your hands just listening all the way through just for this bit exactly um, I just want to touch on next week well tonight's episode Dead Quick we've got um, Snatch Dame Snap out yes. of it we have got it's, this is also another anticipated episode for the whole franchise really celebrity impersonation we see you on like the kind of spinning out a bit being like We've seen a moment of you. I don't. I, obviously, you can't say anything, but there seems to be a moment where you're like, "Oh my god, what am I doing? what's what's going on?" I'm a very prepared person. I like to go into things super prepared, and if yeah. something pulls the rug from under me, mm-hmm. I can be like, "Shit." Oh well, hopefully. So wait until tonight, see it, and we'll speak about this next week. But I think it's Perfect. another good episode, to be honest. I'm. Ex- I think most people are excited for Snatch Game. It's something people look forward to the most. Yeah. Darbell's oh. just gone, um, but Who yeah, could that be? Might be a milkshake I ordered. You're lying. <laughs> Hands up, say hey, bitch. <laughs> it's your girl, baby, from season four of Drag Race UK. What is going on? Just want to say a massive thank you to everybody who's been so supportive of me choosing to leave the competition. Everybody kind of like really like respecting and honouring my mental health and seeing so many of you identifying with that. I just fucking so amazing and so inspiring and you guys are inspiring me and apparently i'm inspiring you which is weird so yeah love that awesome and yeah like stream my single theater that is available on all streaming platforms thank you guys very much and i'll see you around <laughs> the gossip gaze I hate the baby voice. I really hate it. I loved. I really wanted me to be put on a button with that baby voice. I know. I forgot. Sorry. It really upsets me. (laughs) Oh my god! It's time for some hot minute. (laughs) Now, Sam. Well, welcome, Sam. Hello, Uh, producer Sam's back in the room. Um, It's been a hot minute since we've had a hot minute. Yeah, Yeah. a very hot minute. Very fucking hot. I'm excited for it, though. You said it's something fun. Yeah, well, I didn't want to do news this week because you know what? what? It's not the news isn't that fun this week. The news week. is oh, shit. It's let's... just the country's imploding. You've heard it all before. Yeah, yada yada yada. You've come here let's to us. Let's lettuce, Rishi. Yeah. There you go. Here that is go. the news. Thank you. Here we go. Done. Um, so if you haven't heard it for hot minute, we're just going to blast through a topic that yeah. either you misinformed of or it's quite fun or anything. And this topic actually came from Danny a while ago. Oh, um, uh, Danny, don't remember you saying this. Uh, you actually told me this when we were in the gym and you were um, telling me that fake eyelashes were invented as umbrellas. Right. Now, this is what I've heard. Okay. Are you going to tell me I'm wrong? Cum- so we are today doing cumbrellas. the history of umbrellas. <laughs> Babe, they are. They were invented so prostitutes didn't get cum in their eyes. This is what I heard. Right. Okay. Well, Sam. Right. Take it away. You can can insert the hot minute sound effect here. Cool. I'll send it to you. Um, We'll have that one instead for now. So when you research, uh, you'll find that this is a London prostitute called Gerda Puridal in 1882, and uh, it said that she invented the original fake eyelash to. 
how do I say this, help with her work. See? Right. <laughs> do you mean flutter her eyelashes, though? A bit of column A, and also, if you think of the word cumbrella, which it was, people are suggesting is that she just stop again coming her eyes. Is this true, then? Well, when you look deeper into this, you'll find that this is absolutely not true. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but because I was looking into this, it finds out there have been like loads of different reasons people have elongated eyelashes over the years. It's actually yeah. quite interesting. Um, so the first people to actually try to artificially elongate your eyelashes, uh, it was the ancient Egyptians. Um, I mean, they basically Knew invented mascara. Yes. So I think when you think about Cleopatra and like every time some, someone's on a queen Cleopatra look, it's actually quite accurate, all that like uh, heavy, mascara. Heavy eye yeah. makeup. Wow. Um, here's the thing. They made eye makeup out of crocodile feces, stibnite, which is like charcoal, uh, water and honey. And yeah, um, they made mascara. But actually the people who wore it most often were the men. Love them. Campers tits. I the love Egyptians. the Egyptians. They are campers tits. But I d- <laughs> they must have a lot of fucking eye infections. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. Crocodile feces. A lot of conjunctivitis in ancient Egypt, <laughs> if you ask me. Yeah, well, in the history of sort of eye makeup, that's a common thing, eye infections. Really? Yeah. Um, so these men weren't just like trying to serve a look. Uh, it was actually to help <laughs> protect their eyes from the sun. Like really long days. Oh, right. So what was it doing? Protect so literally, all the fucking flies after the shit in their eye. <laughs> so, long days being guards in the sun. It was actually like tiny little caps for their eyes. It just keeps the sun out of oh, their eyes a little bit and helps protect idea. them. Um, then uh, people tried to make the eyelashes longer, sort of naturally, by just preserving them in Rome quite a lot. You know, this sort of era where you had philosophers that just decided something on no evidence and people would go, oh, okay, sure. Yeah. Well, one of them was uh, Pliny the Elder, and he just decided that your eyelashes fell out. Um, if you had sex too much, and everyone believed him. Oh, for God's sake. So, People this no wonder you've got bald little eyes. <laughs> Me! <laughs> <laughs> this means you've then got all these women trying to preserve their eyelashes uh, to prove their chastity and their innocence. Right. So um, then there was sticking fake ones on? Oh, no, they, they, at this point, they're literally just avoiding touching them. They're trying to preserve them. So right. when do we get our first fucking false lash then, Sam? Here's the thing. Right. Perfect timing. Um, all right. The first official patent for a fake eyelash was by someone called Anna Taylor in 1911. Who was around then, then? Just for, just for context, can you think of anyone around then? The Titanic had already set sail. And the Titanic yeah. had set sail. And gone. And so died. people were on the Titanic with lashes. Yeah, going down. Love that. No, maybe it was before. 1901. Oh, Titanic yeah, this is just before <laughs> World War One. So people were in World War One bomb shells with lashes on. This is what I wanted. Right. You got a little coupon for your rations for your Four one lash a week. Yeah, um, one lash a week. I wonder if they had those little lashes back then. So Hello, Roberts. Here's the thing. <laughs> Just before this, um, people were sort of figured out like late 1800s that you could glue hair to your eyes to make them look like they were longer. I right. wish we had fucking phones back then yeah. so we could have got some pictures of these people. <laughs> so that's an awful idea. I'm going to come back to that. Um, Anna Taylor basically figured out, hey, rather than putting glue straight to my face, yeah. I can put uh, little fake lashes on a tiny piece of fabric and then put that to my eyelid and that yeah. will look like a fake lash. So that was eyelash. a fake lash? Yeah. yeah. And she um, did the patent for this uh, just before fake eyelashes were popularised. Um, they were popularised hugely by a film called Intolerance in 1916. Um, now, the director of this film wanted to give uh, the actress 
a supernatural look. So he wanted super long eyelashes and said that he wanted the eyelashes practically brushing her cheek. Like he wanted them that long. He, he wanted her in drag. Wow. <laughs> and that's how drag queens were invented yeah. Quick drag. <laughs> but here's the thing he didn't get one of these like sort of new official eyelashes uh, yeah. he instead went with what people have been doing prior to then which is uh glue human hair to your eyes yeah just to your eyelashes he got a wig maker to do this with really long hair um so did that she did live? have these massive massive eyelashes did the girl live she did here's <laughs> okay. the thing um this is very dangerous. Don't put glue in your eyes. And uh, it did cause her eyes to swell and glue shut because they were <gasps> infected. Um, and it got to the point, apparently, she uh, couldn't actually open her eyes because they were so swollen. Um, however, <laughs> she filmed all of her important scenes by yeah. this point. So they just sort of didn't do any more filming with her because they got everything Right. But people then saw this film, saw the massive eyelashes and were like, oh my God, I want to do it. I want to do that. Um, At first, it doesn't quite kick off. Like men are actually quite intimidated by this like new look at first, but Mm. women are like, no, it's sexy. And eventually like it catches on. Um, And then I'll skim over the last, uh, last like what, hundred years. Cause you know what happens, you know, Technology just gets better. We end up with yeah. like proper eyelashes. Nicola Lash. People bring it in and out of fashion, like uh, Marilyn Monroe, people like that. Um, and then we get to 2021. So in 2021, um, there's an account called American Best Picks. It's one of these like uber fact accounts, which makes up facts for social media. Oh. Um, they create an Insta post and they say that a woman called Gerda Poodle <laughs> was a famous prostitute who invented fake eyelashes ah, and called them umbrellas. Right. Um, the thing is, these accounts, like, they're always bullshit. Like, you don't just take what they say. Things like heart-shaped islands and stuff like that, like, they're, yeah. they're just doing it for likes. Um, so they completely make this up, but it catches on. And people like Danny come to me in the gym and say, hey, I've just heard this fact. <laughs> the thing is, when you look at it, there is no mention of the word umbrellas or... Actually, more specifically, this woman, Gerda Puridal, which is obviously now, when you think about it, an English name made up by an American. Yeah. Her name does not exist anywhere before 2021. Right. Well, you got swindled by the but fucking... But hang on. Can I just also just take you back to that fateful day in the gym? Go on. <laughs> I did also say I don't know how true it is because the word umbrella and cum, like how long have we called semen cum? We haven't. Probably we, just to our generation. We, I don't feel like Victorians were walking around saying like, oh, what a fine day it is and I got cum in my face. Oh, like, don't they make didn't, me do did a they? history of cum. Please. <laughs> I think that's what this is. I think we need to know the history of sexual words, please, Sam. Because yes. we do that. provide gay history on this show like we just did now and I think we need to know the gay history behind some of our most used and famous words off the back of this. That's the, that's the only way we forward. Did, we did learn the history on Cottage in a while ago, didn't we? Do you remember that one? Oh, yeah. So I think we need to know the history of when... twink, bear, crumb, faggot. Faggot. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Tune in next time, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sam. Thank, Thank you. you very much. The Gossip Gaze. What a show, what a show, what a show. To be sure, to be sure, to be sure. Yes. What well, if you got any? We've got something to plug. Actually, we're going to be my date tomorrow, yes. Friday night. I'm going to be DJing. You're going to be performing. What? What are you going to be doing? Sorry. <laughs> performing. I'm taking a meet and greet, darling. Meet and greet tickets available. Fabulous. And you're going to be in a. 
um, gorgeous little outfit, Halloweeny inspired. What are you talking about? You you have no clue what you're talking about, do you? I'm, I'm, I'm filling just air. rambling. I'm don't, filling we air. don't need to fill air. We fill it with our natural presences. Come on then. So what are you wearing? It's, it's spooky season. It's uh. Halloween. Oh my god! Can I just <laughs> say sorry about that? But that was really disgusting. Can I just say? I know I said last week or the week before that I was going to stop the pumpkin spices. Did you? No. It's been too hard. And I found something that was going to be in Snack of the Week this week. Milk in Tesco. Other supermarkets, I'm sure. Almond milk. It's like a pumpkin spice. Milk. Well, no, it's it's coffee. It is it's a latte, but it's got very minimal coffee. I would suggest adding, adding your own coffee. If okay, you like got you. <laughs> but it was stunning. Wow. So I've okay. been having it at home anyway. That I'm going gonna, gonna to nip to Tesco's and fucking get that in a moment. almond milk. It's stunning. Almond. And um, it's on offer at the minute in Tesco. Perfect. Um, I tried the McCrispy this week. Have you tried that? Just... I'm not going to lie. I also tried the McCrispy this week. Can I just... Side note, I know we're trying to end, but I just want to tell you this story, Dick. So I went to McDonald's, drove around the round through, drove around the round through, drove around the drive through, yeah. um, and said, add cheese onto my spicy uh, oh, crispy. They were what like, a good idea. They were like, no, we can't do it. I didn't want to kick off because I kicked off at the spicy last time, person at the drive through. Yeah, you did. I, I, I had a couple of drinks and you were driving and I was like, <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, calm down, it's I okay. Wear the, I wear the McDonald's yeah. five years ago, I know you know. Yeah, I know the button is second from the left. Exactly. I, wear, I had this weird meltdown. Anyway, I thought, I'm not going to do that and by myself. I just went, no problem. Had the McSpice, it gorgeous. I was like, fucking beautiful. The next day, I thought, I can't have another one, can I? Anyway, I did. Sorry, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> but this time, I went and I went to a different McDonald's. Can not I have the cheese? one up there by us, because the one up there by me is the worst McDonald's. I don't go there anymore. Because that it's the one shit one. It's, it's the worst McDonald's. There's two good ones in yeah. in Manchester. One's yeah. Regent Road, but they won't let me have cheese. They're brilliant. The other one is near Salford Crescent. If you know it, you know it. McDonald's. That is the best one. It's that the best. is. They've also got the head office fresh. there. They've That's got like, the head office. The head office is there. You need Look, to go. getting excited. That <laughs> is a good. They even shot the Christmas advert there a couple of years ago. They did. Ago. And this is where they also have the product launch for the McCrispy. Anyway, on that one. Can I add cheese? No problem. It'll be 20p. I said, fab, no problem. No problem. You can charge me £4 because I've been asking every drive-thru round here for this. 100%. And do you know what bugs me? It levels it up. The yeah, it's gorgeous. But it's the inconsistency between the McDonald's I don't like. So if you're in a major city, you'll know of a good one and stick to it. I'm always going to go for the one near Salford Crescent in Manchester. That is I the really best. I really want a McCrispy now for today. Yeah. Ooh. You could make it in the air fire. You can't have a shit. I'm not being funny. Do you ever have a McDonald's for your tea? I have it for your main meal. Never in my life. <laughs> never a main meal. It's a just that's, that's fat girl. It that is a snack for me, really. Like... <laughs> <laughs> you lies, Manelli. Don't say that on there. Like, this on. is this is going to be going on the internet forever. Come on, you saying that? What a burger from McDonald's and a fries and a drink. That is that a... is meant to be a meal, but you wouldn't have it as your tea. I wouldn't you... have that as my main meal. I could have it evening. as a lunch or on a the lunch, go. On the go, yeah, or even at like four o'clock and I'll have my tea at eight o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> but you just can't have it for your tea. No, I wouldn't be like, shall we have McDonald's for our tea? No, never. No. But I ordered it about four in the morning, like three in the morning on like Saturday. Yeah. It was gorgeous. That's that, that's when I had my McCrispy. No, I even had a got a double du- cheese. Oh, I Triple. got a double cheese and I saved them and put them on the toasty maker. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Right. right. Anyway, let's, we're let's off. curb it up there. We're off. We'll see you same time, same place next week. Don't forget, please like, comment, subscribe, share us on your socials. We yeah. are growing. We've got a baby in our belly and that is you. And we want to see you all the way through to the next nine months. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> 